Hello and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Wellness. My name's Lana Lynn Marino and welcome to another episode. Um, I'm an intuitive therapist, an energy healer, counsellor, and I'm here to give you some guidance and support in these challenging times. So today I'm going to talk about our investment in pain and suffering. What do we get as our investment? What's our investment? What do we get from um, our pain and suffering? Well, before I go any further, I was speaking recently about the investment of pain with a client. And um, as we were talking, it hit me that our investment is something that we, we put a lot into. We put a lot into our drama. We put a lot into our story. And uh, as life goes on, you know, we can get stuck in that story. We can get stuck in that episode of life that wasn't too good for us. So I want to start at the beginning, as I've done in the past, and talk a little bit about the chakra system and the first seven years of life, if there's any trauma, anything that happens to us that was too painful. Um, it's the beginning of our negative core beliefs. When things happen to us as babies, infants, toddlers, children, that are too hard to, to hold on to, so we numb out. We numb out and in those first seven years, we accommodate, we adapt and we comply. In the first seven years of life, the base chakra is forming. So it makes sense to understand that stability and security is of utmost importance, you know, and um, we shouldn't have to be investing and trying as, as the young one to try and make life work. We're dependent on those that are looking after us, ideally our, our mother and father, if it's a single parent, you know, but as I've said before, if you've got two parents and only one is emotionally available, you know, that's better than nothing. And sometimes, you know, we don't have parents that can invest into us the love and security, stability, and give us the foundation, no matter what's happened to them, um, to understand and believe and accept that life can be okay. It can be okay. This is where we break into challenging times, where we can break the cycle of ancestral guilt and pain and suffering. And we can we can backtrack into historical um, situations and um, kind of choose to choose to move move forward to help our new generation our, 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 our future to not go through what we went through so these are valid points when we talk about the first seven years of life and anything that happens to us when we go from 7 to 14 the emotional field is developing, getting stronger, as is the solar plexus. So it's all about thought and emotions, what we think about ourselves, what we think about the world, defining the world through our eyes, especially in our teenage years. If we've been there, you know, and we've been in an unstable situation, um, then our, our core belief, our unconscious core belief, is that we are there to make it right for others. But there reaches a point where we get tired. We get tired of being a responsible adult when we should have been a child. 
and that is when you know it can pass into relationships that that belief we have to become a savior a rescuer take care of um, of people that we've invested into our love people that we know even if it's been a bad relationship but you know we we have that natural bond towards our parents no matter what they've done to us and um, remember love is always stronger than anything else it's a very strong energy so resistance you know especially in the teen years happens when they call it the rebellious teenage years i call it the age of and most people would understand that it's the age of defining the world through your eyes not through what you've been told and the age of growth um it can be quite painful but it's it's an explorative time where we're exploring everything questioning everything our pain our investment can still be lying dormant um we've invested in that pain but it can be lying dormant our suffering can be lying dormant as we challenge the world and we we take on new opportunities and we take on new beliefs self empowerment you know with the solar plexus and the development of self empowerment at the stage of the um the solar plexus we think of a bright yellow sun we think about the solar plexus and we think about empowerment and strength and confidence our self esteem our sense of self worth we're starting to really um kind of if if we're guided in the right direction with the right with the right skills and the right support we're heading towards becoming empowered it's a, it's a time when i wish someone had told me at 14 15 that you'll get through this everything is fine you're safe i love you and nothing's going to happen to you tell me your story tell me what has happened so far I'm finding that more and more young people are coming for counseling. Um and it's wonderful to see that young people are now more invested in their future by clearing up their experience even though they haven't had much of a life experience but they've still had some experience that can cause them to um reflect on certain things that have not been so nice. So at that stage i think is a great opportunity to get into counseling um if possible as we go into our 20s you know for me personally life was pretty much set you know i came from a broken home a mother that wasn't emotionally there for me a father that had left from when i was a baby and um i didn't really have any guidance i had no recollection no memory still of being cuddled and taken care of and told being told that i'd be okay when things happened to me um it numbed me out it numbed me out and my body went into shock so energetically i froze um so in my 20s i made my mind up that no matter what you know i was going to have children with whoever was looking after me was making it right the surrogate father syndrome i call it and so the 20s were quite painful painful but you know i was still hoping that things would change and that's what we do we keep thinking that things will change and sometimes you know we don't realize that self abuse you know is starting to take place it's starting to develop at that very very early age in life 
where you know we get engaged we get married we want the white picket fence we want all the trimmings of the idealistic life that the child didn't have so we can always use our story as a backdrop to moving forward and what we want and sometimes this is where you know um, I see I see a lot of people that um, will say I don't want to be like my mother or I don't want my story to be like my father's I don't want my story to be like you know my parents so the change can become the resistance to the resistance to pain and um, my personal belief that energetically when we resist anything we're resisting the fear and as I've said before trauma is something that is locked into the cellular system so our investment in pain and suffering what is a client's investment what do they get from it and this is a question that I ask a lot of my clients what do you get from investing in your pain well first of all let's look at the story the drama let's take um, someone that is seeing their parents fighting arguing closing the door and uh, shutting them out so we come to we, we can come as young people as children to our own conclusion that we've done something wrong the reason why parents will shut us out sometimes is because they don't want them protecting us but by trying to protect us what they're doing is not realizing that they're making up this they're making the story stronger for for the child for the person to believe that they're to blame they've done something wrong it can go into the school playground you know where you've got that alpha child that wants to control wants to dominate and we will invest ourselves in that part of our story where we could become friends if we put down and hide away from our authentic self if we split off then you know we're going to be accepted we're going to be loved the surrogate family can start at this time where our friends become our accomplices they we collude with those that have been wounded the same as us they get it they understand and I personally you know I went through that you know with being bullied and following the crowd which led me into you know the situation of you know being being uh, abused in in many ways and you know the big one you know of being raped as a, a 14 year old being led by the crowd this is normal I'll get accepted this happens to a lot of young people and my interest in working with the inner child is really helping to unlock that belief how can we change our story well we can't change our story we can't leave our story but what we can do is learn to accept the story learn to accept what happened to us but to learn to accept it we have to go through the emotions we have to go through the storyline how much have we invested in our story and in our identity thus far to be able to let that go because only by letting it go are we able to move into acceptance of the story and we talk about you know I talk about the victim and um, it makes sense that you know when people say you know don't be a victim you know it's become a cliche you can't be a victim 
Well, I'm sorry, but you know, we are victims as children, as young people, as as babies in the early development of life. You know, when father tells us that um, we have to be a lawyer and we want to be an artist, you know, we've we we invest in what someone else wants, not what we want. So the victim, the victim is starting to develop, and um, you know, in that victim state. Again, you know, we can override the victim and become powerful. We can find ways of operating in the world that make us successful. We start again to leave behind the story. We start to negotiate with um, with the the lower self, with the guilt and the shame. We start to maybe look at a way of making ourselves believe that we deserve to be happy. And what we're forgetting is that we're unscathed, we're already happy. There's there's nothing wrong in the eyes of the divine within us. We are perfect in if whatever you call God, but in the, the light of spiritual awareness, nothing is wrong. Our identity is attached to our story, is attached to our investment into our suffering and our pain. So the victim can go underground, can can go away. We're not a victim. When we start to go into self-acceptance, or let's take it from a client perspective, learning or helping the client to understand that you were a victim, but you don't have to stay the victim now as the adult. This is where the awareness around the adult and the inner child start to become. Um, we start to maybe look at the relationship. Maybe the adult doesn't trust the child, or the child doesn't trust the adult enough to be able to let go of the investment and be held and supported in a way that can help it move forward in life. The awareness is current. In our current state, we become, we can become aware. We can, we can look at the victim, and this is where you know, moving into the heart chakra, compassion and empathy, sympathy, can start to develop. We can be compassionate for what happened to us, for our child, and we can start the journey into learning how to self-love ourselves, how to love ourselves. How do we let go of the guilt and the shame? How do we let go of the drugs and the alcohol, the sex, the anything that has kept us attached, the addiction that has kept us attached to our pain? How can we learn to let go of that? This is a question that a lot of people ask. How can I let go to be able to forgive myself? How can I accept the things that happened and be able to find forgiveness? Well, I'm being truthful. It doesn't happen overnight, for sure. For sure, it doesn't happen overnight, and it's taken me many years to actually accept everything as it is. Accept it.、Um, it doesn't mean to say that I still don't get hurt or angry or fall sometimes into the victim state, but it's that awareness of catching it. When I catch that awareness and say, "Yeah, that's just my poor little victim state," and then my adult self can kick in and tell myself I'm safe. There's nothing to worry about. That was then, and this is now. In our mortality, we have this lifetime to change things. And if you're open to the journey of the soul, 
we can start to bring back parts of our soul that have been splintered, that have, that have left us. We can only do this by going into with self-awareness, going into the story. And this is where we work on those first three centers. And I thoroughly believe that by grounding, working on those first three centers, what starts to happen is we start to go a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, uncovering those layers, looking at the story, bringing them to light and bringing them into the light. Yes, we'll go through the anger, we'll go through the shock, we'll go through that complex trauma. But the transactional analysis of the, the child versus the, the adult self and how they can come together and integrate as one to become who we are right now, where we begin to love the child, we begin to let the child know that we are there for them. The investment in pain and suffering can be one that we want to, we choose to hang on to, and that's fine. That really is fine. You know, if you're not ready, if a person is not ready to let go of their pain and suffering, then there's nothing that I or anyone can do about that. Because ultimately, the self-forgiveness is where we can reach that point, where we can forgive ourselves for believing that anything is wrong. Again, when we go into A Course in Miracles and we, we study what the Course says, that um, everything comes from perception. If my perception is that I'm always going to be hurt, I'm always going to be in pain, I'm always going to be suffering, I am suffering, I am in pain. If that's our perception, then we have the choice, we have the free will that is given to us to change that. So in a moment, we can change that. Let's just do a quick exercise where you close your eyes. As you start listening to my voice, I want you to go into a memory, any memory that has been too difficult, too hard for you to hold. I want you to take a deep breath as you breathe in, your belly expands. Hold that breath. And then breathe out. We'll try that one more time. Go into a memory that has been too painful for you to hold or to go to. Breathe in. Hold that breath. Notice how your body's reacting. Everything is changing as you breathe out. We're going to do that one more final time. As you go into that memory again. Breathe in as your belly expands very slowly. Hold that breath. And let go. And now you're going to come to your feet and you're going to move your feet and visualize roots going down through your feet, going down to the earth. As you're twiddling your toes, start to move your fingers, bring attention to your, your little baby finger on your right side and then your thumb on your left hand. So keep all this going and I want you to bring that memory back. How does it feel now? Are you still invested in that memory and that pain? Is your body letting go slightly? And then come back into the room. Just roll your shoulders back. Take a deep breath. And breathe out as you stretch in a way that you would normally stretch to let go. 
Now I want you to come to your heart and again close your eyes. I want you to tell yourself inwardly, my peace is God's offering. My peace is God's offering. My peace is God's offering. I choose to let go of my investment in pain and suffering. I choose to acknowledge the victim that I was and choose with love to let that go, to let them know that they've come through and now it's time for forgiveness. As you allow your heart to open, think of something so beautiful that it sparks your light with love. It could be your pet, family member, an experience somewhere you've been, being at the beach, the top of a mountain. Allow that to settle into your heart. You now visualize letting go of anything that's been too painful, but you've held on to it. As always, using the breath to communicate with the present. I choose to let go of my pain and suffering. And you're back in the room as you open your eyes and come back. Just take a moment to notice there's been something that has changed in you. By opening the heart, you're allowing the heart to open, the heart chakra to open. And you notice the circulatory system. There's a change, there's an exchange of toxins. Negative toxins, we're opening the heart and breathing in and letting go. You're bringing in more of a positive and alkaline sensation of purity. Letting go of that acid, that acidic, toxic memory thought. It's easy for some people, but this is an exercise that you can do um, and keep doing. It will help you to understand that uh, our investment in our pain is what we choose. We can choose our investment to, to stay stuck to our pain and we can choose to let it go. We normalize pain. We normalize pain and uh, it's been a way it's helped us up to now. It doesn't mean to say that, you know, when you hear of suffering in the world, that you don't feel that suffering. But this is where some people try very, very hard to resist the suffering within themselves because they try to heal or contribute to the suffering to, to help the, the external world to heal. And I always say that, you know, the best way to offer healing to another is from the heart. There's nothing that I can do to change the suffering of my family member that's in addiction. There's nothing more that I can do. I feel their pain so deep. And sometimes I wake up and I just feel so much of their pain. As an empath, which many people on the planet are, um, we can't stop feeling others' pain, you know, we, we do, we're all connected. And that's the other thing, you know, what's the difference between my pain and the world's suffering? Because we all feel the same thing, you know, we're all cloned to have the same experiences over and over. But this is where 
forgiveness comes in and this is the integration telling yourself I forgive myself for believing that anything is wrong I forgive myself for believing that I was to blame for anything that happened in my life to other people I forgive myself for forgetting that I am lovable that I am acceptable I forgive myself for not being there for myself as an adult I forgive myself for believing materialism the world the external world could make me happy nothing can make us happy except for the offering from God whatever God means to you my peace is eternal my peace is internal my peace is God's offering so now to to end this episode I want you to write down um, anything that has happened to you and prioritize the worst things maybe just five things the worst thing from something that happened that has so been so hard for you to to even talk about think about and come right down to the last thing you know it could be that your suffering has been that um, you lost a pet you left a fat you lost a family member your rabbit died you forgot to feed your cat you open the back door and you know your child ran out into the road you know this is pain this is suffering and sometimes you know without the understanding of the journey of the soul it's hard to think because we go into anger when we think well we don't choose to die well no we don't but our story our story is our, our lifetime is mapped out and that's a whole nother episode where you know our destiny our purpose we don't know what our purpose is but you know this is where living in the current moment with awareness and forgiveness it can help us to actually let go and lead us through that door of happiness people that have passed on before us you know our loved ones grief especially at this time in the age of covid you know where we've lost people our loved ones would they want us to hang on to this pain of grief would they want us to suffer i don't think so i don't think so so you know i hope that um our investment in pain and suffering this this episode has helped you to maybe understand a few things um and as always you can get in touch with me uh my email address is lana at wellnessjourneys.co.uk um i'm on instagram uh i am on facebook and uh twitter wellness journeys my instagram is journeys to wellness but as i said please please do get in touch with me you can go to my website for more information on what i do and uh, i work internationally with with clients all over the world so please i'd love to hear from you my website wellnessjourneys.co.uk take care have a great day and remember that um self-forgiveness is the start of a new journey and we're in a new age of letting go we're in an age of prepping for the next stage the next chapter we're all on a journey of love